This is Blurring the Lines with Adam Bell and Peter Nicolaitis, IT entrepreneurs. Adam and Peter take on the topics of technology, business, life, and the pursuit of happiness and blur them together in the 21st century. Hello, Peter. What's happening? Uh, we have sort of a problem here. Good afternoon, good morning, or good evening, and welcome to the Blurring the Lines podcast, episode number 141. I am your host, your name, oh no, my name is Adam Bell. <laughs> and joining me as always is my co-host, his name, Peter Nicolaitis. How you doing, Peter? Uh, all in all, just fine. <laughs> <laughs> just fine. But it feels pretty annoying right now. I'll go. Th- I'll go that far. How about you? Yeah. Well, um, I'm I'm doing fine. I'm just kind of a bit overwhelmed with the volume of work that I need to do in 2021. Uh, okay. You know, there's just it's it's been it's been a constant barrage of IT needs in the but world. Isn't that a good thing? It is a good thing. Um, for you? Yeah, it's a good thing for me, but I, I still wish we were caught up because every time there's more needs, then there's more employees, then there's more computers and technologies and projects and things to manage, all of which equal good things, but there's still a lot of work. You know, being a entrepreneur and business owner does have its own toil. <laughs> And isn't that one of the main tenets of this podcast? (laughs) Toil and woe. No, not woe. It's it's good toil, you know, and it's good to work hard, I think. Um, I think it keeps you you sharp in some ways. Um, It keeps you humble in other ways that goes a long way to being successful. Because I think think hard work and success... um, make me a better person and I feel a lot better and healthier than um, no work and success. There have been times when I've gotten deals that were clearly just a gift, you know, and I, you know, I thank God for those gifts, you know, but if everything were a gift, I don't think I would appreciate it. What I have. <laughs> I think there, there are stories in which that's the moral. If I, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Yeah. So, so lots of work right now. Like I said, I'm a bit overwhelmed with all the things that I need to do. Uh, I just have to uh, settle in and say, okay, well, these are the priorities. We'll knock these priorities out. You know, we've got a new employee starting in two weeks. He will help catch us up as well as, you know, we're all doing double time right now to keep everything up. And Mm -hmm. then then it'll go back into being normal, more normal. Just be happy that you're not working in healthcare. Yeah. Yeah. Happy I'm not working in healthcare. I'm happy I'm not the owner of huge hotels right now. You know, that, yeah. <laughs> that there's, there's a lot to be thankful for. <laughs> yeah. There's definitely things to be thankful for. I could be sitting here unemployed, underworked, uh, miserable. Underappreciated. Underappreciated, miserable. Yeah. Overpaid. You know, oh, uh, uh, underpaid. Under- <laughs> <laughs> Wait, <laughs> the yeah. other one. <laughs> yeah. So I think my, my goal, you know, I would like, I would like to be the cool hip business owner. I'd like, I'd like a little bit of time doing that. And what I mean by that is like, Oh, he comes out and he talks to us. You know, if you're the client, he comes out and talks to us and, you know, just hangs out. And then he makes sure that these things go back and get done. And he's just fun to be around. And we see him at networking events and we go over for marketing events and have dinners with them. And I'd like to do a little bit more of that fun stuff right now, other than, yeah, we'll get that done. And what does that mean? I'm going back and creating a project that I'm going to have some of those tasks on my own plate. <laughs> yeah we'll get that done so you you just want to be you just want to be like a schmoozer yeah and like you don't you don't really want to work anymore (laughs) uh i don't like i said that go back to my first part of our conversation i think that uh i think i have to 
work some, you know, because if I, you know, yes. like uh, Travis McGee, a fictional character, you know, his his best friend Meyer tells him, you know, if he ever uh, fully made enough money to not have to work again, mm-hmm. he would uh, without the humility, he would turn into a full blown SOB. And I I would prefer not to do you that. You want to be a partial SOB. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to have tendencies, not full on SOB. SOB tendencies. <laughs> but I, you know, I, I, I tell people all the time when I'm talking to them about personalities and they say, well, I've got the, you know, so I, it, telling myself, I'm like, well, if you think that you have SOB tendencies, that's still probably a good thing because I'm aware of them and I can put them down or see them coming or realize that was a bad thing. And I really need to apologize to Peter for that, where if I don't even know I have the tendency, (laughs) way worse. Yeah. (laughs) If you don't even know you have the tendency, chances are you are. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, Cool. So that's, Hey, we had a good, good intro there. Oh, yeah. So, it's, so it's we, we, we talked about, or it was mentioned that getting old sucks. <laughs> what, make, what, make, what makes you say that, Peter? So, I mean, that's, I don't, I don't even know where you're coming from with that. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you, you kind of do. I, 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 so, so, let me just start. Like, physically and mentally, I am still very pleased. Mm-hmm. With, with myself and where I'm at. I'm we're, not we're good for our model for sure. I think so. Um, <laughs> you know, I've been reading this book run for your life for a few weeks now. One of my um, students gave it to me for a Christmas present and it's a great book on like an intro to running, mm-hmm. but he also, I'm getting to the point now where he starts to talk about other things like general fitness and diet mm-hmm. and how sugar is just like, the enemy it's causing all kinds of problems all over the place and i just can't help because you know i take my parents health very seriously because if you know if there's this things called genetics and hereditary diseases yeah and so if your parents have something chances are you might also Mm-hmm. Um, and my parents, have, uh, they're not historically hereditarily speaking they're not that healthy yeah. Right. So um, in, and it, it pains me like <laughs> when I see what they eat on a regular basis, because mm-hmm. I know that that is both why they got where they're at, you know, where they're at right now. And, you know, it's not going to help dig them out of the hole that they're in. Mm-hmm. And that uh, that's painful watching, yeah. you know, watching your parents age, but like, it's like, watching a car crash or a train wreck that you know is going to happen. And you're even like, okay, this is going to end badly. Um, <laughs> you know, there will be tears. Mm-hmm. It's going to suck for everyone involved mm-hmm. and you can change this right now. And the response is, nah, nah, you know? And I remember it was um, Robin Robbins, I think who first pointed out the book change or die. Mm-hmm. And most people, given a choice, like, you know, if you make these changes, you have to make these changes or you will die. Most people prefer to die. Yeah. And and we're not talking necessarily like, you know, like move to a Tibetan monastery and, you know, forsake everything you need, you know, that, that you've come to. We're talking like minor changes. Moderation. And that's something where I just can't wrap my head around. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so that's one thing. Um, so again, you know, it's one of, one of the reasons that I don't think I'm a fitness nut, but if you ask most of my friends, I'm, I'm a fitness nut. So yeah, okay, fine. <laughs> but on that, a similar note is trying to watch my father use technology. Yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, it hurts. It hurts so bad. And, and, and it's not just my dad. Like, I was on a call yesterday on a conference call with a director, uh, a director in information technology uh, at, at a hospital. And he, they were talking, two directors were talking, and one was talking about how uh, he likes to email documents 
to his personal Gmail account so he can print them at home. Yeah, of course. And I say, never do that, right? Mm -hmm. There's no business need for you to email your Gmail. I was in a meeting with this same individual a year, last year, less than a year ago, just only like six months, five, six months ago, when we had this very same conversation. And I was like, never do that. There is a web portal. You can get your email in a web browser. Don't forward company data to your personal. Ne'er the twain shall meet. <laughs> so I brought that up. And in the same conversation, they were talking about doing online video conferencing. And this actually inspired me to do my first blog post on my personal blog for a little while. And, um, you know, just like some basic things that you can do so that you don't come across like an idiot on conference calls. Uh-huh. Right. So, and I touched on those, actually, you know, here, I'm telling you, I have nothing to talk about on our episode today and I'm already domineering the show. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Would you be quiet? No, no <laughs> I don't want to, I've got, some, I've got gripes and, uh, but this one is actually a useful gripe. So no, I right. decided to, um, to tell folks, you know, I'll give you some suggestions. Um, how not to look dumb in online meetings. And I know that's maybe not the clickbaitiest title I could have used. Mm -hmm. I could have said like, you know, like these five weird tricks to come across <laughs> smart, right? Uh, number one, know if your camera is on. Is I my, think it's- hello. Is it on? It is. It, it, you oh, should, okay. You should know that. Um, I can't tell, uh, I just see you. I mean, I don't know. Mute if you're not speaking. I love- <laughs> I love being in calls with like 20 people and in the background, you've got roof, roof, roof. <laughs> that kind of thing going yeah, on. Constant. Um, use do not disturb. So you're not in the middle of a call and going off. Um, if you're sharing your screen, only share the application that you want everyone else to see. Oh, no. So that when someone else on the same meeting makes a comment about that bonehead just said blah, 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 it doesn't pop up in the middle of your screen that you're presenting so that bonehead and everyone else can see it. <laughs> just a few little minor hints like that that I, mm -hmm. that I gave. Well, so one of the things I said was, um, you know, uh, also use a good microphone. And a good microphone for audio calls often comes in the form of a smartphone. Yeah. Believe it or not, these devices, which originally were primarily designed to be audio communication devices, are actually pretty good at audio communications. Yes. And laptop microphones tend to be pretty horrible. Yes. So um, don't use your laptop mic, you know, your built-in laptop microphone if you can avoid mm -hmm. it. Unless, you know, if you've got a premium thing that actually has a good one, great. Most people don't. Um, if some people tell you, hey, we're having trouble hearing you, right? If it's one person, okay. If two people say it, then you are the problem and you need to fix it. Don't just like, oh, well, you'll figure it out. No. <laughs> you'll figure out won't. how to hear me. Yeah, no, they will not. They will not. And you're wasting everyone's time, right? Mm -hmm. So a few little tips like that. Yeah, I usually tell that person, I'm sorry, we're having trouble hearing you. We're going to have to come back to you. Let us know when you're, yeah. you figured out your audio situation. Which what, is what, great what? when that person is the presenter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Hi, we'll call again next week. Click. So, so, um, so my dad this morning, now my dad is not technologically inclined in the least. But he's a smart person, isn't he? I mean, would you, you'd say he's intelligent. Do you have to put me on the spot like that? <laughs> I can't imagine that you wouldn't have intelligent parents. I mean, you're an intelligent guy. You didn't get that from nowhere. <laughs> there are days I'm not sure where it came from, Adam. <laughs> Gift from God. <laughs> when it comes to technology, he's not a smart guy. Let's just leave it at that. Okay. And um, so troubleshooting things with him is painful. Now, because he has limited use of his fingers now due to, again, health reasons, I decided it would be smart to get him a couple of Amazon Echo Show devices, the five-inch mm -hmm. screens. Yeah. Right? So, they essentially, they're, you know, screens are about the size of my iPhone 11, pretty close. Mm -hmm. And uh, it just sits there, and he can just say, you know, oh, is that? Oh, Peter. And, and, and it calls me. 
But he always talks like that. <laughs> kind of mutters a little bit with a thick Greek accent. <laughs> so, so oh, um, my boy, who's your so boy? The other day. Yeah. The other day he was trying to do this now. And now he, he will, you know, like grab the thing and not realize what he's doing. And then one of my mom's caretakers, I think one of them, I don't know who turned, you know, fiddled with the button. Now the echo show five, has a volume, two volume control buttons up and down. It has a privacy button and it has a camera shutter. Oh yeah. Right? So there's two ways to turn on, turn off the camera, which is not at all confusing, right? Uh -huh. So I called the other day and I couldn't see him. And of course he has no idea what's going on, right? So I was on the phone with him today, troubleshooting this. And we established, you know, like, don't touch the, the shutter. Okay, fine. But I couldn't hear him. I could see him fine. He could hear me. I could not hear him. And it took several minutes to get him to be able to, like, I was like he just touched me right on the nose, on the screen. Just bump, bump me on the nose. And that pulls up the touchscreen controls. And, again, several minutes later, we were able to determine that it was not muted yet it was acting like it was muted. Uh -huh. And I don't know what's going on because that device was just acting completely muted. So mm -hmm. that was weird. And, you know, you're combining the fact that he doesn't know how to use this stuff. Mm -hmm. There's nobody there. I'm trying to support him remotely. I don't have one of these. So I'm going with, you know, a guide that I find off the internet showing me a picture of this thing. And, <laughs> but on top of it, it, in the end, it generally looks like it was not working. Mm -hmm. which was hilarious then because he was saying, you know, a word, call Peter. And I was getting the call on two or three of my different devices because I, <laughs> I have an Echo Dot on my shelf. I have a Fire tablet and I have the app on my phone. <laughs> and so it was just, it was, a, it was a very interesting morning. It was kind of hilarious. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so technology sucks. But here's the funny thing. There was an article, and we talked about this, um, an article a few months back showing that um, it's not that old people don't understand technology, it's that they don't care about it. <laughs> They're just not interested in it. And yeah. it's funny because you can tell my father was all over trying to find how to watch a soccer game on YouTube TV. Ah, uh, yeah. That he actually found, and he was able to get the audio version because he's not yet, well, he is now, but as of this morning, he was not paying for the um, Sports Plus package. Mm -hmm. So he has no soccer on YouTube yeah. TV. But he made a good effort. He got into the app and he was able to look around and find, you know, almost find what he was looking for. I'm like, he okay. Was motivated. But when it comes to um, getting the his 1099 forms to his accountant, I don't know how to do that. That I can say. I was trying. I can, I had a thing from this from Ameritrade, and I can't find the envelope. And I was like, okay, we can download it from the internet. That's fine. <laughs> okay, but I can't print because the printer, as I told you, is on the old wireless settings, which I can't modify because yep. reasons. Um, which we can talk about later when we really want to geek out. Um, so, um, but I said, we don't need to print the file. What are you going to do with it? Well, I'm going to send it to the accountant. I said, why do we not want to do that? You know, why do we not need to print? Think about it for a second. And then today, to my extreme pleasure, he says, we can email them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the skies opened up. There was a ray of sunshine. Angels were blaring trumpets. It was a breakthrough moment. Yeah. <sighs> yeah, you're right, though. There's some, all the, uh, as my youngest daughter calls it, all the YAs. The all the YAs? Adult. Yeah, the young adults. Yeah, oh, yep. YAs, right. <laughs> YAs. So they, they all use the thing, the uh, apps on their phone, like, Instagram and uh, Snapchat and, and Twitter for all, you know, I have zero desire to log on like my daughter who looks at pictures and hearts them or not. How can you like 100 pictures, you know, like, like, 
like swipe, like swipe, like swipe. All, all they're doing is liking and swiping. I'm like, if Peter sent me pictures of his outfits um, and my, I had to like and swipe them for every workout or outfit or, or whatever, I'm like, I would just rather shoot myself. <laughs> you know? Maybe not that, yeah. maybe not to that extent, but uh, I'm not motivated to do that. <laughs> did you did you get that one <laughs> yeah yeah that uh, take it uh, yeah go a little bit to the on your right side because a little bit more on your right yeah yeah there he I is i heard like I, my photo i just i heard it ding i, I haven't could, liked it yet <laughs> how could adam not like it oh what's wrong with me <sighs> i have no validation whatsoever gosh <laughs> <sighs> yeah so on top of that, um, we talked about a few years ago. Oh, so so yeah, that that Fire tablet that I have right now. Yeah, I sent it back to Amazon as a trade-in, but apparently it's a eighth generation. Uh huh. Amazon will take back a seventh generation and a ninth generation, but not the eighth for some reason. How does that make sense? I don't know, but I shipped it to them, and they shipped it back to me. <laughs> It must they have don't a, want it. They didn't even ex- offer me, like they were going to give me 10 bucks for it. They didn't even offer me like a dollar for it. They're like, no, we'd rather pay UPS and just ship it back to you. They, they know it's going to explode. It's, it's got one of those exploding batteries and it's going to start a fire and they didn't want it in their warehouse. I, I was like, I'm not using it. I got more money for that. Well, I got nothing for this. I got like $15 for my uh, eighth generation um, plain old Kindle. <laughs> So anyway, so I sent that back. Meantime, Sonos, we talked about last year, how they're like retiring their older products. Mm -hmm. Well, they decided, okay, we will support our older products. So I have an old Play 5 first generation. To use it, you need to use the old S1 controller. It's basically a rebranded version of their old software. Mm -hmm. To set it up, I have to use my iPhone. I have to use my app, you know, Android or an iOS app to set it up. You can't Which, set it up on Windows. Uh-huh. You have to have a smartphone app. Open it up on the S1 controller. I follow the instructions, reset this thing to factory defaults so that my S2 new controller will stop complaining about it. Because mm-hmm. every time I open it, it's like, hey, you've got an update available. Okay, do it. Update failed. Want to see the reasons? The reason is this device can't be updated. Well, stop telling me to update it, <laughs> yeah. right? It's so I have to reset it to factory defaults so it comes off the S2 controller. So the S2 controller doesn't see it anymore. Well, neither does the S1 controller. So I open up the S1 controller and I say, I want to add a new piece of hardware. I follow the prompts and it's like, okay, sure, we can do that. Hey, you should upgrade to the S2 controller. <laughs> options are launch the s2 controller or go to the support website <laughs> hate is a strong word and i am feeling it right now <laughs> uh, okay now i'm done yeah <laughs> oh so it goes so the, I see on here, you've got some elder fraud FBI. So I've got some elder fraud. So my, my wife's mother um, is, I don't understand. I, I consider her to be a smart woman, like, okay. but moronic when it comes to technology. A tech moron? A tech moron, which makes no sense. I don't know how an intelligent person, you know, in all other aspects of their lives can't get technology and can't get fraud. Yeah. Can't understand that somebody is scamming them. Mm-hmm. So, so they got a, I mean, she's the one who got a, a call from Microsoft. She let them on their computer. She paid for it, took their credit card, took her credit card information and they, they took money. I need and something stronger than water. Right need some stronger than water. So we told her, Hey, don't, don't do that. We got it. We got all, we went, through, went through everything to square it away. A year later, the fraudulent caller called her back and said, we stole from you and we know that's wrong and we want to return the money, but we need your updated credit card number to return the money. 
<laughs> so she gave him the credit. Oh! <laughs> oh. Oh. Ow. Oh. Ah. I'm sorry, but this person deserves to be scammed. Yeah. So she got she got an email because the the second round of um, money from COVID relief fund money. Yes. So she got an email saying that that her money was coming, and that yeah. they needed more information to make sure that she got her uh, check so that they they could pay her. Uh-huh. And she forwarded it to me. Fortu- fortunately, she forwarded it to me and said, you know, they said that they need this information so that they can process my check. I said, the U.S. government will never email you. Never. <laughs> the IRS will never email you telling you they have money for you. <laughs> I, you know, I thought that I thought so. Yeah. <laughs> I thought so after I gave them all my info. After I gave them all my info. And then it turns out the next day she actually got the actual check in the mail from from the the refund or whatever you, whatever you want, the relief fund. Uh-huh. And she said, it's kind of funny that that did come in the mail the next day. I said, it's completely coincidental. They will never email you for more information. Oh. <laughs> Ow. They, they don't Adam, need your social hurts. security. <laughs> <laughs> it hurts so bad. <laughs> oh. oh, yep. <laughs> so. so yeah, don't don't. If, if it sounds too good to be true, blah blah blah. Question everything. Blah blah blah. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so it, it's kind of funny though. Like it really does. It, it it falls into priorities, which incidentally is the topic of my research paper for my psychology class that I'm taking right now. Uh huh. Uh, specifically workplace priorities. So, um, and how, you know, essentially like you want things. There's this Maslow's hierarchy of needs Mm -hmm. tells you that, you know, you, you want things, you know, food, shelter, love, yada, yada, right? Sleep, it's great. I got to all do those. I got to do all those. How do we get these, right? Well, we, we afford a lot of these, um, Hang on a second. I just got a very important message from my father. Finally. Yes. Okay, good. Now I'm back, back to work now. Um, how do we afford these? Well, we work, we go to work, you know, and then we get to work. We have different priorities at work. Mm-hmm. So I imagine that at your job, you probably set a fair amount of the priorities for your staff. Mm-hmm. So they know what to do because you, you, you told them what to do. Right. 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 But if what hap- what would happen if all of your people just showed up for work and you didn't tell them what to do? For a little while, they would keep going on what they previously knew about my priorities, but eventually they would go to chaos. I mean, as far as like productivity, getting things done, it would exactly. it would, it would right. devolve. Right. So as far as productivity, I mean, they might work on things. Yeah. But, but would it, they be the right things? Yeah. They might not be what I need them to be working on without right. guidance. People would start to work on pet projects, things that are mm-hmm. fun, interesting, easy. Mm-hmm. Maybe uh, as opposed All the to easier. That, yeah. <laughs> you know, as opposed to things that you need to, you know, this is uh, important, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's that whole important, urgent, not important, not urgent. Mm hmm. So there's a lot of different, um, you know, things. So, so having your priorities is, it's important to know what they Mm -hmm. are. And so again, like, you know, using the example of my dad, he's completely lost when it comes to the idea of how to get his 1099 forms. But when he wants to see a soccer game, (laughs) he's all over learning out how to use the new technology. Mm -hmm. So, um, priorities and so you know that gets to like elder fraud and stuff you know when we get we we're given the promise of free money Mm -hmm. i'm interested i'll take it 
it's okay. easy. Why wouldn't I want it, right? So again, to that note, that's why I put that um, timely link there from the mm -hmm. FBI warning of scams, uh, you know, targeting specifically elders, elder fraud, because they are per particularly susceptible to things like um, the grandparent, uh, the grandson or granddaughter uh, in peril. Yeah. You know, like you get an email from, hi, it's Billy, your grandson. I'm stuck in Mexico and I need you to wire me $500 so I can get home. Yeah. Right. It's a common thing. Um, and so if you have been the victim of identity theft, your data is out there. So people know who your relatives are. You're more easily scammed. Mm -hmm. It's just an example. So check it out. Even if you're not elder, but you know, you probably know somebody who is, who could probably be, you know, use a, a reminder or a refresher on how to stay safe from online fraud. I can't remember who this was. It was somebody that was, that told me the story and it was a real story, not like an urban legend story, uh, but I can't remember who it was, uh, but they told me how their stepfather got, um, and he and the stepfather did not get along like they didn't really like each other. But the stepfather got one of those emails saying that he was stuck somewhere and he sent the money. I mean, he, he actually sent the money for him. And then he saw the stepfather, you know, saw the the man, you know, son, stepson. And he asked him, he, he said, what well, did you get the money I sent? what are you talking about? He said, yeah, I got the email and I sent it to you to get you out of prison and wherever. And he, he's like, I was never there. I wasn't in prison. And then there was the, Oh my goodness. I can't believe that. I, I got tricked. Well, when are you going to give me my money back? <laughs> I don't have your money. I didn't, but I, I sent the money for you. So I, I don't have that money. I need that money back. And he's like, I'm not paying you back the money that you got tricked out of. <laughs> but I mean, it it got to be a big deal. He was really, you know, insistent that he paid him back for the money that he sent for him. <laughs> oh, yeah. Talk about people who just don't get it, you know. And and you know, there's a there's a, there's a failing of accepting accountability for your own stupidity. You know, it's like, dude, you screwed up, not him. It's not his fault. Mm -hmm. Oh, brother. All right, what else we got? Main right. topic. You had so, something interesting here. Yeah. So I I guess you. I don't. We've never talked about it. So why would you know? So down at my farm, um, I've been working on what kind of uh, crop we're going to to put down there. I thought and you were doing like white oak or hickory or, so, or something. So we were looking at trees, um, and uh, trees have a have a long ROI on them. So we decided let's let's look at a crop of some sort. It's a long game. It's a long game. Uh, there are some really good cash crops in Tennessee right now. It, um, legal cash crops, <laughs> legal cash crop. But hemp, thank you for clarifying that. I'm sure those uh, my friends from the FBI who are listening are happy to hear <laughs> you say that. But hemp is a legal product in Tennessee. Uh, of course, there's legalities that you have to go through to make sure that it's not THC producing hemp that it, you right. know you're producing the right thing. But we decided it, the the farm is just too far away uh, for that because you don't want uh, some friends of mine use the term jack wagons. They don't want those jack wagons coming down there, uh, you know, thinking that this might be marijuana, not hemp. <laughs> And then, you know, you have problems where people are yeah, stealing your <laughs> stealing your product, you know, your your crop. So like, you know, we don't want that as a. So we went out to the West Coast um, yeah. the year before last okay. and we went to a lavender farm while we were out there. Uh, I was kind of disappointed in the lavender farm because it really wasn't as big as I imagined. You know, I imagine I mean. I've seen like screensavers where these purple fields running all over. Uh, <clears throat> but the lavender farm was, was still pretty cool. It was, it was pretty big. It, was, it wasn't as big as I was expecting, but it was still pretty big. And I was like, is it more like a lavender patch? Yeah. More like a lavender patch. I mean, okay. a big, a big lavender patch, like, like the, the great pumpkin, la pumpkin patch about like gotcha. that. Yeah. Exactly. 
<laughs> so, uh, so I was like, you know what? We could do that at the farm. And I did some research on it. I started doing research and I have really good soil for lavender. Uh, lavender is a- What constitutes good lavender soil? Uh, well-drained rocky soil. It comes from uh, Greece and Italy, Mediterranean rocky environments that, okay. that, that get water. Uh, uh, lavender is drought resistant meaning it, it'll take a lot of water, but it's got to drain off of it. It, it gets root rot if it got stays it. on it. So a sandy, rocky soil, um, not soilless, you know, not rocky ground, but right. it's got to have some soil, but it's got to have bigger aggregate in it, um, it. makes a good place for lavender, as well as you've got to have uh, certain lavender um, can't take too much cold. It can take a lot of heat, but it can't Sounds take like too Tennessee. much. Yeah, can't take too much cold. So, um, so what I have found, uh, we've decided we're going to grow. It's called Grosso, which is a um, it is a hybrid made. A lot of lavenders hybrid at this point because it's actually a very easy uh, plant to make hybrids. So, if you get one that's got a really nice color on it, take going back to your biology of plant colors and how to make them do these things and you know cross pollination you can do that really easily with lavender and if you have some science about you you could uh you could come up with your own breed pretty easily but grosso is a is a hybrid and it actually does not uh it does not seed so the only way to grow it is by um cuttings so you, okay. you would cut it or you'd split it, you know, once it yeah. grows. But then the other one is uh, phenomenal. <clears throat> so it's pretty, you know, the, those two will thrive in my environment. Uh, I, they're two completely different uh, species and okay. or whatever. And I really like uh, French lavender. So the okay. French lavender has got uh, these really cool leaves that are like, I don't even know how to describe them. It's kind of like uh, they don't leaf out and they don't point out. They're just kind of bulbous. Like the the plant leaf is kind of bulbous, kind of like a marigold. The okay. leaves on it, similar, but not exactly like that. Is that uh, like a marigold round? Marigold round? Yeah. <laughs> marigold round. <laughs> but the problem with the French lavender is it is on the border of the the coldness level in tennessee we don't mm -hmm. get very cold winters but we might get a couple cold snaps mm -hmm. and the french lavender could possibly not survive it would it would probably survive most years mm -hmm. but you if you had a cold year you know that was extra cold you'd lose your entire crop which you don't want to do yep. so so i may grow some i may grow some french where i'm you know i'm just taking a chance on it you know, it may or may not survive or, or I may put them in a greenhouse, but so that's what we're, we're doing at the farm. We've decided we've got a uh, name lavender farm. Yep. So it's going to be uh roaming, oh. roaming Rhone lavender farm. Roaming Rome. <laughs> roaming Rhone. So we roaming live Rhone. on, yeah. So we live on Rhone Creek. Roaming Rhone. And our, creek. Uh, our lavender Creek farm. is constantly changing paths. Hence roaming. the, the roaming roan. <laughs> there you go. That's cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's neat. Yeah. I, I mean, growing things is kind of cool. It's one of the things I don't really have a lot of patience for. I, I'm pretty good at growing aloe plants here in my house. <laughs> you know, one of the things that I like about computers and what fascinates me about computers is you can, you can set it to do something. And it will do that task over and over again until you tell it to stop or it fails in one way or another. That's kind of like plants and things like that. If you, if you build it right and you get it set, it will go and it will keep doing what it was going to do, you know, until it stops or runs into an obstacle or something, you know, until it's so. 
acted upon by an external force. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the kind of, that was one of the things that appealed to me as tree, a a tree farm, you know, something that you do today, you come back 20 years and voila, you know, (laughs) you've got this great big tree, but that was a long, it took 20 years. Oh, it took 20 years. Yeah. So, but that's kind of why we went with the lavender is so we could see that in a shorter term. I'm, I don't know about, um, how what we're going to do commercially with it because yeah. we are i mean we're we're a commercial farm it's not a we're we're looking at agritainment uh agritainment yeah that's where you come out and pet the goats pick, yeah pet the goats cut your own lavender ooh 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 you should have me down and i can teach uh goat yoga goat yoga there you go <laughs> that believe it or not that's a thing yeah, I know. I've seen it. I don't know why it's a thing, but I, it's I, a thing. I, I don't know if you've noticed, but goats are dirty. And my mom used to have goats when I was a kid. I never liked goats when I was a kid. They always ran me out of wherever I had to go. You know, it's like, well, come on into the barn and you got like, I got to get past the goats. Well, yeah, be careful when you're crossing the fence because he'll he'll butt you. I'm like, yeah, thanks. Stupid yeah. goats. <laughs> Stupid goats. See, if I had known, you know, like now, if I was to be approached by a goat that wanted to butt me, I would probably kick him in the chops. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Was well, I, I, when I was a kid, I didn't know any better, though, so yeah. I was afraid of goats. Yeah. Well, I'd definitely smack him in the head. You know, I mean, yeah. like, just not, it's not going to, you can't hurt you can't break a goat unless you hit them with a car. I was going to say, you're not going to hurt a goat by hitting him in the head. Yeah. Chances yeah. are you're going to hurt yourself by hitting a goat in the head. Yeah. But the goat comes over, I'm just going to pop him in the head and, you know, like on the, on the bony part, on, on the, the on eyeball. The, the bony <laughs> part of the goat's head is referred to as the head. The head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anywhere in that old noggin of his, I'm going to tell him to go on now get. <laughs> <laughs> But they'll eat anything, and and they don't they don't go outside to poop. No, they just they poop wherever they are. Wherever they are. So if you're in a downward dog, and there's a little baby goat on your back, boom. <laughs> hey, ah, uh, uh, and that's why I have no I, no desire whatsoever to go to goat yoga. <laughs> Hot baby goat yoga. <laughs> uh, yuck. <laughs> Let's change topics, shall we? <laughs> that's that's going to be your post-COVID uh, first class together. Yeah. <laughs> so one thing that's kind of cool, uh, kind of nifty that I had was um, apparently they've released the concept for the Tesla Model S 2021 refresh. Okay. So it's getting its first refresh for a few years now, which makes mine even more obsolete. Mm-hmm. <sighs> oh, well. It looks kind of cool uh, on the outside. On the inside, I'm like, I'm much happier with my car that I have right now. Yeah. Um, they essentially have Model 3'd it. So mm-hmm. they're putting the display off. To, well, it's, it's already off to the center, um, but it's uh, horizontal as opposed to mine, which is vertical. Yeah. Apparently, unlike the Model 3, it will still have a heads-up display behind the steering wheel. Mm-hmm. That's cool. But the steering wheel, it looks like they left off part of it. They've changed it to, like, the Star Wars TIE like Fighter. A butterfly, style. yeah. They sliced off the top of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, oh, okay. I guess this is a way to enforce, to make sure that you always have your hands at 9 and 3. Yeah. Because you don't have any other options. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. No 10 and 2, no noon, no 1 o'clock. 10 and 2, three. you're sort of like resting it over the ends of the, the uh-huh. end, you know? So I'm, I'm really curious. Apparently, that's in the Roadster now, too, though. So it's not a brand new thing. Okay. Um, related to that, oh, yeah, I'm also ticked off at Tesla again this week because <laughs> for I, this has got to be at least the fourth, maybe it's even the fifth time my steering wheel controls have stopped working. Mm-hmm. And it always, it's a gradual thing. It starts off, it's like, I can't play and pause music. And then I can't make phone calls. And then the horn stops working. <laughs> the horn? The horn. 
and and I live in Massachusetts where like, I don't know if you know, but I'm sort of required to use the horn like everywhere you go. <laughs> like you're supposed, to be, you're supposed to be laying on the horn everywhere, especially at intersections, stoplights, stop signs, open freeways when you're turning, when you're not turning. Basically, you should always be laying on the horn. At least that's the way you, you the impression you'd get driving in Boston. <laughs> So, uh, but it's a little unnerving when that stuff stops working because like the whole thing is fly by wire. It's all software, Uh you know? So you're thinking like, oh, but that's part of the infotainment settings, right? No, the horn is not part of (laughs) infotainment. That's part of safety. You know what else is part of safety? Steering. (laughs) So when those things stop working, I tend to stop driving. (laughs) Yeah. Luckily, they, I've got a, an appointment set for next Wednesday for, for this. But I, I've, I've really, I've got to go back. This is, at, like I said, at least the fourth time this has come up with this problem. Maybe <laughs> fifth. And I, I just like, guys, what, what is going on? I've had the complete steering wheel replaced at least two times. Yeah. Other pieces of it replaced other times. And then one time they're like, oh, it's a software problem. So anyway. Yeah, a little grumpy at Tesla. But the new 21, you know, externally, the 21, uh, 2021 Model S looks pretty cool. Internally, mm. eh. Yeah. You know, what, you know what kind of problem they've never told me I have with my 1997 Chevy truck? <laughs> Anything related to the word technology? Software. They, they, they've never told me I had a software problem. Now, oh. I, do, I do have a computer. I do have a brain. A computer. A computer. Yeah, and is it is it comparable to like something that you would find in the checkout aisle at the five and dime store twenty years ago, thirty yeah. years ago? More, yeah, yeah, it's more like uh, a, a glorified circuit board with some outputs. I mean, with some outputs, a couple of flashy lights. <laughs> it's got it's got an LED that well, not an LED. It it's a whatever the uh, the the red light bulb i guess was an incandescent although they may have been leds way ahead of their time at that point sure that could have been yeah 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 because yeah. i remember yeah because i remember as a as a kid my dad had he worked at a factory and he always brought home junk that he thought might be good for something for some project he was building and i remember playing with leds back then i mean and they were i mean they weren't flat little clearly circuit boards but they were you know two two di- a diode with a you know two arms and i remember playing with those and i was like that's really cool and you could light that thing and take the battery away from it and it would stay lit up for another three seconds yeah. with no energy i was gonna say like three seconds or so yes <laughs> there you go oh uh, i remember i remember uh the one of my fir- my first gig as a computer guy, um, the LED was lighting up on a motherboard after there was still no power. I was like, "What's this thing's holding power? How's it doing that?" Like, that's an LED, dude. Yeah. Oh, just uh, just wait, just <laughs> breathe, breathe, and done. And there it goes. <laughs> <sighs> that's why. When we tell people to turn off their computer and wait 30 seconds. Because we don't want those LEDs firing up. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> ah, all right. What else we got? Uh, that was it. Cool. I need to make another phone call and okay. I need to call myself and I need to go on to do not disturb so I can call myself, record my phone actually taking the phone call in do not disturb mode so that I can record a video and ship it off to Apple (laughs) because Apple does not believe me that my phone is disturbing, even though it's in do not disturb mode. Yeah. See, you want to, well, kind of related, but not related. The, uh, one of the, I've, we've moved our phone system over to ring central and All of our lines are in queues. So I'm in the tech queue. I'm in the main line queue. Yep. Uh, and 
it it ring it's supposed to ring everybody simultaneously right but what it actually does is it rings a couple and then it rings a couple and then it may come back and ring you again so it's like a round robin style ringing kind of round robin-y Instead of a whole hunt group yeah uh but in my old phone system if somebody started ringing me and i hit the ignore button on my phone it would no longer take calls from that line. Well, my Ring Central app, I ignore it. Four seconds later, I ignore it. Comes back. And, yeah. I, and if it, in the Ring cycle, I have to end up ignoring it four times if nobody picks up. I finally just have to make myself leave the queue. I mean, because like <laughs> on this call, I cannot be in a meeting ignoring a phone call four mm -hmm. times because it won't stop. So I feel your pain. <laughs> For me, what was happening is I get phone calls from, and it, without exception, they're spam calls, you know, robo callers, always while I'm teaching a yoga class. Mm -hmm. And I use my phone as my camera in my Zoom classes. <laughs> so like I'm sitting there talking and all of a sudden brrr, whole screen, you know, like you've got a call. I'm like, can and my people can't hear me. Yeah, I'm like, wonderful. So I have to wait for several seconds or I have to like stop what I'm doing, run up to it, interrupt, run back to it. It's like, this is stupid. Like, <laughs> do not disturb. Should be a really simple thing to implement. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> yeah. Anyway. Cool. Uh, that's right. all I got. Well, so enjoy your Apple call video. And yeah, I can't wait. Screen recording. And just to like, you know, to, to really rub it in, I'm going to be um, making the recording from this. Nice. Your yeah. Android. Yeah. <laughs> Not an iPhone. So, should we tell people how to get in touch with us? Sure, why not? Cool. Well, if you would like to get in touch with us, if you have feedback, if you have uh, suggestions for new episodes, if you have time to kill, uh, you can reach us at blurringthelinespodcast.com. You can also reach Adam on Twitter at sublimecomp. He's also sublimecomp.com. You can find me on Twitter at nicolaitis or nicolaitis.com. And from there, you can find all my other stuff. All right. And on that note, I think it's time that we push the big red button. There you go. I didn't sound like special person <laughs> to contact either us or our guests visit blurring the lines podcast.com if you like what you're hearing do us a solid and subscribe to our podcast and leave us a five-star review in itunes google play store or wherever you found us